Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. I'm Cardinals manager Ollie Marmel, and you're listening to the voice of the Cardinals, KMOX. Our sports open line does continue right here on KMOX. You hear that music playing right now. This is pretty cool. We have the person on the line who played that music. And, in fact, you can uh, get that music for yourself on his uh, new album. More on that in just a moment. You hear him at Bush Stadium. You hear him at the Enterprise Center. He is uh, Jeremy Boyer. Follow him on Twitter at J-A-B-S Music. Uh, He is the organist at uh, both of those uh, facilities. He joins us right now. Hey, Jeremy, thanks for taking some time with us. How are you? Great. How are you? What's uh, I'm great, and we're, it's fun to talk to you, and um, especially in St. Louis. And we're coming off opening day yesterday, and uh, you've got an album now of, of organ music, which is really, really cool. I just wanted to take the opportunity to kind of talk to you and talk through uh, sort of what you do and, and how you got to, uh, to, to where you're at. I, I think more specifically to baseball and in St. Louis it's always the real organ, and it's it, 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 the, the experience of the baseball game is really lifted up by the organ music that's being played. Like, how do you feel ab- about all that and kind of the role that you play uh, in the overall experience for fans at a baseball game? Well, it's something I definitely take pride in and I don't take lightly. Um, you know, I'm a huge fan myself, so I feel like I can emulate that excitement and that energy um, into my music and I feed off of the crowd too and they feed off of me and a little synergy there so uh, uh, you know it's a big deal and you know I want to I want the Cardinals to win just as bad as they do so I want to do what I can from you know my part to help get the crowd into it. How much of what you play is kind of pre-selected you know what you're going to play and how much of it is organic and in the moment? Um, probably 50-50 I mean there's things that I like you know I'm popping around in my head you know, hey, this would fit really well if I get a foul ball or, you know, if so-and-so's at the plate, this might work really well. Um, and then there's things that happen that, like, you don't expect to happen and you just got to come up with something you think that fits well there and, you know, and then you, you do that. And, you know, that's kind of part of the fun of it all. I can't think of an exact example, but are there ever moments where maybe you, you play something that's kind of creative and you can almost kind of hear it in the crowd when people realize what you're playing and, and why you're playing it, if that makes sense? Yeah. And, uh, you know, like, especially like for like, you know, it happens with Cardinals too, but like at Blues games, you know, there'd be a moment where, you know, maybe I'll play something that fits really well with a certain thing or like after a goal, you know, against, you know, maybe I might play something that would fit 
the moment and maybe the, the team we're playing or uh, that kind of thing. How different is what you do for a Cardinals game versus what you do for a Blues game? Well, there are similarities, of course. You know, you're still playing the same instruments. Um, somewhat the same music to a degree. Um, I think I play a little bit more rock-type music at, at Enterprise for Blues games. And I'll mix in some at Bush, too. But uh, um, the other big difference is the time. Like, so at Bush, and this might change this year with the pitch clock, who knows. But, um, you know, you play, you could play between almost every pitch or in a foul ball, you know, sort of hole up throughout the whole game. But at hockey, you have to wait for a whistle. And, you know, and then even then it's like this time it's it's me playing or next time it's Carl Middleman or DJ playing or we're showing a video on the next whistle. So I have to wait for those opportunities. But whenever I do get to play at hockey, I get to play, you know, maybe 30 seconds to a minute versus, you know, 10 seconds or 15 seconds of baseball. So a little bit of difference. I didn't even think about that with the pitch clock, and I know you didn't have an opening day. You split duties uh, at Bush Stadium, but is that something that, that has been talked about a lot among people who do what you do about how different it might be with the fact that there's going to be less time between pitches? Yeah. Um, in fact, there's a, a group of us all, you know, baseball organists, even some hockey organists, we all talk quite a bit, a uh, little fraternity of sorts. Um, there's ladies too, of course, and uh, we all kind of share notes and the San Diego Padres organist Bobby Cressy had mentioned yesterday that it, you know, it was, if he felt like it was quite a bit quicker and some adjustments that he had made. So, uh, you know, I'm interested to, to, to jump into the batter's box, if you would, and uh, give it a take on the game tomorrow. Um, Dwayne Hilton, who plays uh, most of the games at Bush as well, uh, had texted me and said, got to be a little bit quicker tomorrow. So uh, hmm. I'm ready for that. And it'll be a, a, a new challenge, but uh, something that I think that we can all adjust to. That's interesting for sure. Jeremy Boyer is continuing to uh, continuing to uh, join us. You talk about that that fraternity, that group of uh, sports organists. What what is it? How do you guys support each other? What kind of conversations beyond just uh, talk about pitch clock stuff? Like what 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 is that relationship like between you and the other organists across the country? It's a you know it's a very unique job. I mean, there's how many people in the world that do what we do? Really, I mean, you know. Less than a hundred, probably, you know, counting minor leagues all the way up to the pros. Um, so it's cool to get to share notes with them because nobody really knows how, you know, it feels or the, the, the what goes into it other than the people who have done it. And so to get to talk with them and kind of share, well, this really works well in New York or this really works well in Nashville or wherever, you know, is is a unique thing and something we all enjoy, you know, each other's company and being able to talk shop a little bit. How important is it that teams continue to have the live organist as compared to? I know some places have have gone away from that, and everything is just uh, recorded. You know, we were we were talking about this uh, yesterday with some friends, and uh, we know like Kansas City doesn't have a full time organist, and you know it's just a different feel over there. You go over there, and it's just very pumped in, and it's very, you know, it's the same stuff you hear at every other place that doesn't have an organist versus a place that has an organist, and you can almost tell. If you turn on the radio or TV and you're a big baseball fan and you watch a lot of games, you're going to hear the music of an organist and go, oh, they're playing in St. Louis today Hmm. or they're playing in New York today because every organist is different and every organist kind of has their own unique sound and their own unique way of playing things. And if you play a Metallica, Inner Sandman song, you know, from the DJ, it's going to sound like the same thing in every stadium. But whenever you hear the organ, it's it's a different thing. And it, you know, the other cool thing about it is, like I said earlier, you know, I feed off of the crowd, and the crowd feeds off me a little bit. Is you could put that feeling into it immediately, 
immediately. You don't have to like search for something. You can instantly replicate the energy you're feeling in the building through your music because it's live and it lives and breathes, you know, out into the into the stands. So I think that's one of the cool things about the organ. The longtime Cardinals organist was Ernie Hayes. He passed away a little bit more than uh, 10 years ago now. Like, I remember going to Cardinals games growing up, and you'd get there before the game, and his name would be up there on the scoreboard, and uh, you'd be listening to him play. Like, what does, does his legacy continue to impact the way that you go about playing the organ at Bush Stadium? Yeah, I think so. I mean, uh, and I studied with Ernie Hayes for several years, too, so... I knew him well, and um, he was obviously a huge influence on me because the same as you, you know, I grew up listening to him, and um, it's kind of, you know, we, we talk about the Cardinal way, and there are traditions I feel like are passed down, and, you know, I still talk with his family and uh, um, some of the other former St. Louis organists' family, like Norm Kramer was the original blues organist, and I'm close with them, and it's kind of a another, like, a little family of sorts, too, is the, the folks who have done it, you know, or their families, just the organists have passed on in St. Louis, and, uh so, you know, I feel like I want to share those musical memories from Ernie to, you know, generation to generation, which is, you know, unique because, like, my grandparents grew up listening to or, you know, listen to Ernie Hayes and my parents and I did. And, you know, I'm kind of doing my thing now and sharing that with my kids and hopefully one day their kids. And, um, you know, but there is some new things, too. I always try to do new music as well. And um, I think you can have a good marriage of the two, some traditional stuff, but also some modern things, too. All right, let's get into uh, your album. It's At the Pearly Gates of Baseball Heaven, which is an amazing album title, so kudos to you for that. Uh, it's available on iTunes. It's available on uh, Amazon Music. It's available on most streaming uh, platforms that you get music. How do people go about uh, getting it and talk through a little bit about what they'll hear on your album? Yeah, like you said, you can get it pretty much anywhere that you listen to your music, so any any streaming device, iTunes, whatever. Um so I've always wanted to do an album, and the last time that there was a sports organ album in St. Louis was Ernie Hayes in, like, 1975 when he did the organ for all seasons. So I thought, you know, it's time for another thing. I've done blues for 16 seasons. This will be my 13th season playing at Bush, and I just felt like it was time to do it. And um, So I sat down this, you know, off season for baseball at least and hammered out some stuff, and uh, I wanted to do, like, kind of like a – uh, an album that would kind of follow the pace of a game. So I started off with like pregame stuff and that's where I take a little bit of Ernie's, uh, you know, he'd play, take me out to the ball game and meet me in St. Louis and game time before the game. So I did a little bit of that, you know, there's a the national anthem and uh, John Hewitt, the PA announcer for the Cardinals was nice enough to, to do the introductions for those, which was really cool. I love that. And again, another memory for hopefully a lot of Cardinals fans hearing his voice. Um, and then it goes on from there, and there's some, like, interactions, like crowd interaction-type prompts that are in there that you'd hear at the, the course of a game. Um, and then there's the, the track that gives me the title for the album. So in 2015, I'm playing the organ at a game, and someone texts me and says that, you know, hey, Mike Shannon was just talking about you on the radio, and a friend sent me the clip, and Shannon says, uh, I believe Jeremy Boyer is at the pearly gates tonight. And he kind of chuckles, and there's dead silence for a few seconds. <laughs> and then John Rooney jumps in and goes, well, I hope he's still with us. <laughs> <laughs> and then I start playing again. He goes, hallelujah, there he is. So uh, I, I thought that was like the perfect title, you know, at the burly gates of, of, of baseball heaven. And uh, it just it fit really well. And so that's like right in the middle of the, of the album. And then it, it 
you know, it goes on to take me out to the ball game. Here comes the King, which has never been recorded, which is like an organ staple. And, you know, everybody in St. Louis, it's almost like the St. Louis national anthem in a way, um, especially when it comes to sports. And uh, the fact that like nobody can really access that other than going to a game, I thought was, you know, kind of a bummer. It's a chance for them to, to save that and share that with their kids and, you know, get pumped up before a game and listen to it or after a big win. So I wanted to include that on there. Um, and it goes through like the song, maybe I'd play if we lost the game. And then it also plays the victory fan for I'd play if we win the game at the very end. So kind of walks you through the game. Great stuff. Again, the album is uh, at the pearly gates of baseball heaven, Spotify, iTunes, Apple music, Amazon music, wherever you stream your music, uh, you can find it. And uh, you can also get more details, uh, directly from Jeremy. If you'd like uh, on his Twitter, he is, uh, at J a B S music, uh, jab S music, uh, is, uh, way I would guess I would say it. Jeremy, thank you so much for this time. It was fun to talk a little bit and, uh, yeah, maybe we can do this again sometime in the future. Sounds good. Thanks, Matt. That is Jeremy Boyer. He is the organist uh, at Bush Stadium for uh, many of their games, many Cardinal games, also the uh, Enterprise Center organist. And just uh, kind of a, there's uh, so many people that make sports go. And so many of these people are not athletes, are not coaches. Uh, and they hold a very important part of what the experience is. So uh, I always like being able to talk to those type of folks and a uh, good opportunity to talk with Jeremy, uh, considering his album is uh, out and available for you. All right, we'll take a break. Come back. We will uh, wrap things up here. Uh, it is a gray bar sports open line right here on KMOX. When we come back, uh, wanted to get into this yesterday if we would have had a show, but we didn't have a show. So I'll talk about it today. Minor league baseball players, they are going to start getting paid significantly more money. What does this mean for the game of baseball? We'll talk about it in just a moment as the Great Bar Sports Open Line rolls on in just a moment here with KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.